Yo, 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 we live on location. November 8th, Black. We done made it into November. A lot of things have changed since last time we talked, bro. James Harden is now a Clipper. He part of that clip set vibe we come from. You know, the in-season tournament has kicked off, and the standards are starting to sort themselves out a little bit, man. What you seen in this early little runabout we had going on so far, Black? I've been seeing some good basketball, man. I'm excited. It give me that old school vibe. Everybody got somebody I want to see on their team from the, the worst teams all the way to the best team. I'm just excited for this season. I'm right with you on that. The early standings right now, man, in the East, you got, like we suspected, Boston and hopped out out front, out East, Boston 5-1. and one. Philly, surprisingly, you know, despite everything they had going on with James Harden and then him eventually, you know, leaving, getting to L.A., they still got a real strong start. You know, the big fella, Big JoJo, Big Embiid is out there going crazy. Boy, just had 48-11-6 and six and didn't even play in the fourth quarter. But then you got the Bucks. They 4-2. and two. The Hawks 4-3. and three. They looking pretty good. Had a couple solid wins. The Indiana Pacers are 4-3. and What do you think about that east side right now, bro? Man, the East look good. The teams that I expected to be up there are up there. Proud of the Hawks. Uh, I feel like the Hawks are having a good start coming in. The Pacers, like I say, man, it's just exciting basketball all the way around. The East looking like they finna do something. Man, while you talking about that East looking serious, this West looking real serious too, man. Like we talked about last time, Denver, they came out, listen. Michael Malone said it. He said, you know, they, they after the ring night, that was the final episode of last year. That chapter is closed. That's over with. We're not celebrating that no more. We on to the next. And in true fashion, they didn't came out this season's dominant. Seven to one, looking like they haven't had a hiccup. Even the guys they lost, that didn't matter. Nothing's matter. They had young guys, Peyton Watson, and some of these guys seized their opportunity and step up. They seven and one rolling. The Joker is looking like he running back for the MVP again. He's gonna be right up in the top race for that. You got Dallas, six and one. <laughs> Luca is looking like Luca, Luca, boy. Like you saw him getting in shape, running this summer, running stairs. Everything's looking like it's paid off. I think he's leading the league in scoring, or, or right up there, if not. You got them Warriors, man. New look Warriors with CP3, part of the Golden State Warriors. We never thought we'd see that. They jump out to six and two. Steph is looking like an MVP candidate in early season. He's he's got crazy numbers going on. And then you got the Timberwolves, bro. We talked about Anthony Edwards coming off of that USA, you know, the world championships. They got the best defense, and that young boy is starting to look like he's trying to become one of them. Like, he's trying to step outside and step forward to say he he about to be in that conversation for all NBA and all that. He coming for his. What you see in our West, bro? Oh, oh let, don't let me forget about Zion, too. Zion and them Pelicans, four and three, and Zion didn't look good. He's been out there. He's been available. He's been playing. And we all know how crazy he can get when he's playing, but he's been looking like it early. What you think? Man, uh, prayers up to C.J. McCullen. You know, we're going through a, a a long thing. Hope he get back healthy, get back to doing his thing. But the Denver Nuggets is, uh, man, defending champs, and they really, really looking like it. They looking like they got something else to prove again. They don't feel like they the people getting hunted. They feel like they still the hunter. Dallas Mavericks, I'm happy for them, man. I, I see that, that Luka and that Kyrie is grooving. Moving and grooving is looking good. You know what Golden State do. 
I love the pieces they add. I love CP coming off, man. You see the turnovers. His, his assistant turnover ratio is crazy. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Steph is being Steph, constantly breaking records and pushing the bar. <laughs> Anthony Edwards, man, I feel like he had a great summer. He's doing his thing. I just hope he can maintain it. They can stay healthy. Shout out to their whole team because they've been playing great as a team. This is the first time in the last couple of years I've seen them kind of look good as an overall yeah, team. Yeah. And, and with him leading the way, it looks even better. They dealt Boston. They first lost the other night in the overtime. And yeah, Anthony went yeah, crazy. Overtime. Shout out to Anthony, too, on that, man. You know, he played good D on my, on my man, Lil J. At the end of the game, man, that's how you step up and take another level in, in the game and, and accept the challenge. So shout out to that. And like New Orleans, man, I hope C.J. McCullen come back. That's an unfortunate injury. You know, one of them things that you don't really know what's going on with your body. And for that to happen, we hope he get a speedy recover. But uh, I'm just so happy to see Zion out there playing Straight consistently up. these last eight or nine games or so forth on. And uh, like I say, man, I'm just excited for this season overall in general what you think about teams like man these teams off to kind of a slow start the heat the miami heat at three and four the Kings, sacramento kings at two and four the grizzlies i mean we can we know what's going on with them one and six they don't have ja and they they added some new pieces and they trying to figure things out it's tough life without ja moran out there but uh what you see with those teams just struggling so far uh i feel like it's early you can't really just point the finger on them the heat is the heat. Like I'ma always believe they in that culture. One thing I know they gonna be the they gonna be a well in shape team and they gonna fight to the end. So the heat is the heat. Sacramento, uh off all the success they had last year, you know, this is the learning curve for them. And I feel like they up to it, man. They got a great team. I love a lot of players on their team. And I feel like they're gonna be back around at the end of the year to make the playoffs and be in the playoffs. The Grizzly. Losing Steven Adams, not having job the first 25 games, it's tough. And they got a lot of guys that they're trying to figure out. So uh, I expect them to make a push. So I'm, I'm really looking at them three teams that they're going to make a push at the end. I, I expect to see them three teams in the playoffs, even though they're having a slow start. What do you think of the Lakers so far, man? They three and four out the gate, kind of slow, and then um, just lost the other night to the Heat in mm -hmm. Miami. What you seeing with the Lakers out there, man? They got a slow start up and down so far. I feel like the Lakers are missing shooting. They don't have no shooters out there. I talk in the tone of this because it's like, man, it's LeBron's 21st year. Like, like I'm talking He's about, he got 21 years in this game. He's still dunking that thing and doing that thing. And uh, he need help. He need a lot of help. But I just feel like their team don't have shooting. But uh, I don't bet against LeBron. I think they going to definitely be there at the end. I hope they give themselves some room because last year they had to play in the play-in. And I feel like having a guy as a leader in 21 years in the game, play-in tournaments ain't made for a guy like that. So uh, yeah, I feel like they need to just find some shooting, you know, so forth on. And, and just uh, I definitely feel like I'll see them at the end. Yeah, they're going to need AD healthy. He was kind of banged up and ended up leaving that game in Miami, something with his, uh, with his hip or something. He tried to, credit to him, he tried to come back and stay in the game a couple times from when he first originally got hurt or whatever happened yeah. to his hip. But, uh, yeah, he ended up not being able to finish, and it was a you know close game. They ended up losing by one. But, uh, yeah, man, like you say, they're going to need that because LeBron is definitely looking like he's still – in that mode, and he's the best player on that team right now leading them. So 
crazy in his yeah. 21st year, but you got to salute that. Definitely do. Let's talk about that Harden factor, man. He finally, the trade happened. It happened in the middle of the night. He yeah. woke up like, wait a minute, all your phones, you got alerted already, and it was there. Like, how you think this is going? I feel like everybody kind of panicking and tripping. It was a lot of knee-jerk reactions and hot takes after just one game. They lose one game in New York the first time they ever get to play together, you know, in the, in the NBA and things like that, and everybody was like, uh, is is this messing this up? Is this doing that? And it was just a lot of stuff. What, what do you think so far of the trade, Black? Oh, I'm happy about the trade. I'm excited about the trade. I feel like they got two players, him and P.J. Tucker, that, that can really yeah. help the Clippers take it to the next level and compete for a championship. Definitely on paper. When you look at it on paper, it looked like they wanted the teams that can compete for a championship. Yeah. It's just figuring it out. And the best way to figure it out is in November and December. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you don't get them woes back then. I'm glad he didn't get traded in February or March where they had to figure it out quick. Yeah, It's like they got a whole season to figure it out. And I think it's going to be, be good. They have a whole lot of options to do. I love the meeting that uh, they said Ty Lue had with yeah. the guys, telling them, like, man, the only way we can win anything is for us to come together. And like I said, I love that. I didn't think P.J. Tucker was going to get traded with him, but I love a guy like P.J. Tucker going with him, a, a defensive guy. But uh, I think James going to be James. James really want to prove something to the world, and I feel like he's going to do that, and he he's going to get the opportunity to do that with a coach like T. Lou. I feel like they're going to be all right. I'm excited for them. Uh, you know, I always want the Clippers to win their first championship, so uh, I hope it's this year. Yeah, man, I'm with you. I definitely think it could work. I mean, one, like you said, with T. Lou, especially taking the, the lead like he did, having that initial meeting. But I think also people got to look at these guys and where they are in their career. They all done made buku cash, big boy, so many max deals or whatever. You know what I'm saying? They, they them dudes, so they've done that. They've all had signature shoes. You know what I'm saying? They've all been the leader, the best guy on the team, been this, been that. They've all been USA. They've all been first-team All-NBA. A lot of them have MVPs. Kawhi is the only one that has a championship. So for everybody else, it's all about one thing. It's not like when we all starting out and we got these aspirations and I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to establish. Like, they established. They are who they are. They all going to be Hall of Famers. They all going to know who they yeah, are. Yeah, it's like they all have had all-star selections and all of these different things that now the one thing that should be important is just winning. And I think when you get a group of guys that have this much talent and they've got this much, you know, knowledge of the game, all these guys in 10 years plus and been around the game and know what to do and know how to carry themselves and know how to perform. So – I think when you give them this much time, like you said, it was important for them to make the trade and get them It's November. They get a whole season to feel each other out and to feel things out and figure things out. The one thing that I'll be interested to see is when it comes down to the end of the game, how do they figure that out? You know what I'm saying? Because each of those guys respectively have been that guy at some point or another. And it's like now that we all together, who will that guy be? And how will it be when that guy that we do decide to do it, what if he don't make one? But what if he don't make two? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how do we move? It's like, that's going to be important. That's definitely going to be important down the stretch. Uh, I feel like the problem, you know, I feel like all them guys should start. Yeah. Down the stretch is going to be kind of iffy and shaky. Uh, defensively, I would put Russ in. Offensively, if, you know, James might come in at the end of the game. So that's going to be kind of shaky. Uh, one thing I'm 
definitely super, super excited about is, man, the Clippers need to win a championship. They need to win their first championship. And what's better than to have guys from originally LA. from L.A.? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Guys, they have five guys that was born and raised in L.A. And I, I think it's just time now. Nah, I'm definitely excited for the clip show. I'm glad, you know, they got everything done. They got hard in there. Everybody happy. So it's going to be exciting to see, man. Let's talk about this in-season tournament, bro. This is the first of its kind. The NBA has never done it. And um, it just kicked off last week, last Friday. So it's a championship tradition. It goes from November 3rd to December 9th. It's two stages. It's group play. And then the second phase is knockout rounds. Group play is when all 30 teams, they randomly got drawn into groups and given within their conferences based on win-loss records from last year's regular season, basically. So mm-hmm. each team will play four designated group play games, one game against each team in its group, two home, two on the road. And the tournament nights is basically the group play games will take place on Tuesdays and Fridays in November, known as tournament nights. Getting past that, the knockout rounds will be eight teams, four per conference, eight teams equal six group winners and two wild cards. A team from each conference with the best record in group play games that finished second in its group. Then when you get to the knockout rounds, you got single game elimination, into the quarterfinals, December 4th and the 5th. And that's going to be live on TNT. It's going to be played in the team's arenas. You see they got the new courts, the little, they got the jiggy, jiggy, jazzy courts for the uh, for the whole end season tournament. Yeah. Whenever they play those games, it's a special court down. The knockout rounds is going to be single elimination games in the quarterfinals. Then you got the semifinals on December 7th on ESPN and TNT. And that's going to be the big shebang in Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena. And the championship is going to be December 9th again in the T-Mobile Arena. So this is this is a the new deal they've put in place, bro. It's going to be they get these boys get the winning team get five hundred racks a player and the coach. They getting that they yeah. getting that cash, black and you know like I just feel like everything else, bro. We all you know the guys in it. These are the most competitive dudes in the world. People asking, do they care? Will they care? Are they going to get into it? Like, bro, anytime you put a championship in front of us, it's like, yeah, we want to get it. If we planning this thing and we here, like, you're going to have those dudes that are the most competitive. They, you damn right. They're going to want the championship. They're going to want to be MVP. All of these things. This is the first time this ever happened. So this is going to go down in history. If people get a chance to be a part of that, don't think that a LeBron or, you know, a Giannis and all these dudes don't think like that's something a notch on my belt that nobody else could never have because this is the first time it's happening. You know what I'm saying? So I think that combined with the, you know, the 500,000, like, please, bro, like, it wasn't no secret why that first Friday was lit. The games was all competitive, close games, and, and everybody fought hard. What do you think of this, the NBA bringing this new entity to it? And I feel like it's going to be like another All-Star Weekend type entity and it's in Vegas. It's going to attract, you know, a lot of NBA alumni, the legends, the retired players, former players. Obviously, probably not as many current players will be there because it's, you know, an in-season deal. But I think it's going to be a, a big deal and a huge success. Yeah, I definitely love it. Uh, I love how they changed the courts with the trophy in the middle of it. Yeah. Uh, I love how uh, they wearing a city jerseys for the games and so forth on. I love the group play, how it's structured, and to win a championship in Vegas. It's 82 games, but if you win that championship, you're going to play at like 84 games. Yeah. So uh, 
I'm just loving the whole thing of it. I, and like you said, competitive. If they're not going to be competitive now, trust me, the first time they see somebody holding that trophy be, up and yeah. winning it, it's on after and that. And it's like it's you a final four. And it's like the term, like you send them to Vegas for the final four, and then it's like everybody at home watching that. They're going to be like, damn, we could be there. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got to watch yeah. that. This adds another accolade to a player's resume. Yeah. You know, now you can add this accolade where I was MVP of the in-season tournament or – or I won the championship and I was MVP of the finals of the end season tournament. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, man, that just add add more credentials to your rap sheet. No, you know, another piece of hardware to go up in in, in your box, which is, for those MVP yeah. and all that all star MVP types. Let me ask you, uh, going through the group play, can you uh, pick the teams that you feel is going to win out of the, out of all the groups? So, okay, let me give you the group. Let's just start with uh, East Group A. Who you got in there? East Group A, you got Philadelphia, Cleveland, Atlanta, Indiana, Detroit. Mm, I like Philly coming out of there. I like Philly coming out of East Group A. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I'm I'm, I'm feeling Philly too. Who you got for B? East Group B. You got Milwaukee, New York, Knicks, Miami, Washington, Charlotte. I got the Bucks. Okay. I will take the... Uh, I want to say the Bucks, but I want to say Miami too. I'm going to say my uh, I'm going to say Miami. East Group C. East Group C, you got Boston, Brooklyn, Toronto, Chicago, Orlando. Boston. I got Boston too. So out of the East, who is your wild cards out of these? You can pick wild cards from either either conference, huh? I'm not sure. I'm going to go Orlando out of the East is my wild card. Okay. I'm going to go Hawks East wild card. In West Group A, you got Memphis, Phoenix, L.A. Lakers, Utah, and Portland. West Group A, I got the Suns. I have the Suns or the Lakers. I need Book and Bill back in the in the fold. West Group B, you got Denver Nuggets. You got L.A. Clippers, New Orleans Pelicans, Dallas Mavericks, Houston Rockets. West Group B, I feel, is the best Group out of all the groups, East or West. Yeah. East or West, I feel like with the Nuggets, Clippers, Pelicans, and Mavs in that in that group, that's a crazy group yeah. to have. You can go either way. Uh, but I'm a, I'm gonna go with my clip show. I'm gonna go with Denver. I'm thinking, you know, I'm gonna get a clips time to to iron everything out and figure everything out and we want the bigger picture for them. But I, I think the way Denver playing right now, they steamrolling stuff right now. They hooping. Yeah. West Group C, Sacramento, Golden State, Minnesota, OKC, and San Antonio. Mm, Golden State. Got to go. I think them or, them, or, or Minnesota. Them or Minnesota, but I, I'm going to take Golden State out of that. Take the word. Yeah, I'm going to take Golden State too. Who's your wild card out of the West? My wild card out the West is, especially for this, I'm going to say, I'm going to say OKC, bro. I know Shea can really get going. And then, you know, he got he got a lot of young help now, man. Chet out there looking crazy. I think they got a lot of young, young, you know, they got them young Rough Riders that's just out here just playing. Ain't, ain't no we don't play hard. They all play hard all the time, I think. They my wild card, OKC. My wild card is the Dallas Mavericks. MVP, Luka. They looking good this year. They my wild card.
let's get to some of the things that's going on. A little storylines, man. Tonight, you got the Rockets versus the Lakers. You got Dylan Brooks saying he coming to lock up LeBron tonight. To Brooks' credit now, people was trying to be hard on the, on the young fella, man. Brooks is out here hooping, straight balling for the Rockets and shooting 59.3% from the field, 565 from the three, 93.8 from the free throw line. Is well heavily missed in Memphis, if it, was, it would seem to me. I think, you know, they could definitely use him right now over there. What do you think of that matchup yeah. and him, you know, him being interviewed? You know, he going to talk his talk. He said he ready to lock up LeBron. Well, I, just, I just I love what Dylan Brooks brings to the table. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't like it. They they love their favorite players, and he's the guy that always guarding their favorite players. Yeah. But uh, that's what you got to be in this league, you know. If you can't be the superstar player that's getting 30 points every night or getting the ball every night or on all the commercials, you got to be some one of the guys to kind of do some of the dirty work. I love what he brings to the game. Uh, Ime is, has a lot of confidence in him, and he's been playing good for them, you know? Hey, Houston saw value in him. You saw what they paid him this summer. He ain't tripping. He doing real well. So I ain't mad at you, yeah. bros. Do your thing. Hey, man, we got that yeah. rookie of the year watch. We both switched our picks. I had Chet first, but Chet and Wimby right there, neck and neck at each other. Wimby averaging 19.4 points per game, 8.4 rebounds on 46.2% shooting, and he getting them 2.6 blocks per game. And then Chet right at 17 points per game, 8 rebounds per game on 55.7% shooting. What you seeing between them two, bro? Yeah, I think that's going to be the race all year. Yeah. It's going to really come down to Wimby and Chet. And I feel like it's going to come all the way down to the end that no matter who ever wins it, the other guy could have won it yeah. too. I feel like as uh, long as they stay healthy, this is consistently what we're going to get from these guys. Like, if anything, I feel like their point average might go up a little bit. But, uh, man, like 19 eight. And a couple of blocks. I wish I could have got that my rookie hey, year. Averaging that. that boy out here hooping. Different. We got to give a big shout out, man. Because we, you know, we knew something was going to happen. We didn't know exactly what role my, our guy was going to take. But UD, Udonis Haslam, was hired by the Miami Heat, of course, as VP of Basketball Development, man. Shout out to well UD. Deserved. Shout out to the Heat for keeping the OG in the building where he belongs and doing what he's supposed to be doing anyway because he's going to stay impacting the, that team no matter what. And just realizing and recognizing real, man, putting that man in position to be, you know, be effective and, and transition the right way and smoothly. He He's still right at the crib. He's still right where home always been. He did that thing 20 years now to be able to continue to do it in, in a different fashion and kind of shape his own thing and put a, you know, he might be creating a new position for the league over there with what he's doing. So, man, super, super salute to UD. Happy for him and super salute to Miami and that whole organization. Mickey Harrison, the Pat Riley, Big Andy on down, taking care of the big dog the right way. Yeah, man. Shout out to UD, man. How many guys you see that retire from the league and he shows up the next year and, and practice yeah, training his knee camp on it. <laughs> You feel me? That was so <laughs> and good. His practice union. Uh, the position is well deserved. His presence in in the culture of the Heat is 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 unmatched. He's a legend. Can't wait to see his jersey retired. Man, just shout out to him, man. It, it, it's good things happen to good people, and he won them. Straight up. Did it the right way. 
Hey, man, we got a couple good games coming up this week, Black. We got 12 games tonight, and then we got a few marquee matchups. Them Celtics are at the Sixers. That's going to be, you know, that's a big deal out east, especially with the Sixers playing as well as they play, despite losing Harden. You got the Spurs at the Knicks. I mean, Wimby, the Wimby show is coming to the garden. You know, the garden about to be stupid, dumb pack, boy. And they're going to have France in the building. Watch. There's going to be a lot of French folks out there supporting. I guarantee you that. I'm interested to see how he do the first game in the garden, his debut. We got uh, yeah, we got yeah. Cleveland at OKC, which could be a you know that could be a little a young competitive game. They both got two young go getter teams that could be interesting. And you got the Warriors at Denver, last two champs squaring off, and you know kind of new look Golden State with CP. It's gonna you know if Golden State want to do what they got to do, they got to go through Denver at some point. They the champs. Yeah, I'm excited to see that Golden State and Denver matchup. I think that's gonna be a a good let me see what you working with like game right there <laughs> mm-hmm. like real early let just let me just test the waters a little bit same thing with the Celtics and the 76ers but Wimby going to the garden it's going to be crazy i, I really want to see crazy bro that's going to be what, crazy what, what's going on hey. who all show up who be on the sideline i man, think it's going to be hype might be a documentary being recorded back there somewhere man you know they trying to get the last dance for this for Wimby now <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah, man, that's going to be dope. We got a couple of in-season tournament games this week. Clippers at the Mavs, Lakers at the Suns. Those going to be big on Friday in the in-season game, boy. You know them going to get major play. I'm excited to see them games. Like I said, I'm, I'm really getting used to this in-season. I know we only had two games, in-season tournament games, but, man, it's looking fly. Like these courts and they new jerseys. All it does, it just brings me back to I was born like 10 years too early. You know, we could. <laughs> I won't play in the end season tournament. I want some of this new good money they getting. But you know, go ahead, young fellas. We salute it. Yeah. Hey man, so we got a new segment, Black. You want to talk about the new segment? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, we got a new segment courtesy of Sleeper Picks Daily Fantasy, which allows you to choose two or more players and pick more or less from their predicted stats. So we'll get into the picks we want to highlight for the games that we got going on tonight. More or less? That's the question, Black. More or less? We got Celtics and Sixers. Is Jason Tatum going to have more or less than 29.5 points? I think Tatum is going to have more than 29.5 points. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say more as well. I think it's gonna be a it should be a good game, man. I think you know Philly's playing well. Obviously, Celtics is hooping right now, but I think. The history don't lie. In order for the Celtics to do and go where they need to go, especially in the big games like this, they're going to need Big Tatum and they're going to need Jalen Brown. So I think both of them could possibly get 30. But but for this question, I think Tatum does go over 29.5. And the second is Joel Embiid rebounds. Does he get more or less than 11.5? I think Joel Embiid is going to get less than 11.5 rebounds. Okay, okay. I'm going to go more. I'm going to go more than 11.5. Big fella got to have a dominant, beastly type game for them to even have a chance, which I think he will. I think he'll go somewhere around 30 and 15. So I think he gets more than 11.5. Okay. Next game, Warriors Nuggets. Does Clay Thompson get more or less than 15.5 points? 
I think Clay is going to get more than 15.5 points. I agree with that. I think he's going to get at least 20. I think he's been, you know, he's been healthier this year. His body feeling probably more back to the way it used to be the further he gets away from crazy injuries he had going on. But the shot is still pure, and now he got another guard to push Steph to that two and him to the three and both of them running around. I think that gets him freedom a little bit more when he got CP getting him and Steph the ball. I think he gets more than 15.5. Yeah. Then you got the Joker. Does he get more or less than 12.5 rebounds? I think he gets more than 12.5 rebounds. Yeah, Joker been triple-double dogging everybody. So I think, and then, you know, that's the Burley gang king. You know, I call him Burley gang. So I think, yeah, I think he gets more than 12.5. He's been he's been dominant on the inside and in the interior, so I don't see why it would change tonight. We got the Clippers and the Nets. Will James Harden get more or less than 16.5 points? I think James will get more than 16.5. Yeah, I think so, too. I think, you know, this is game two of the fill-out process, and um, you know how it is when somebody new comes to the team, bro. I think especially somebody like Harden, I think they're going to, try and go out of their way to get him, you know, ingratiated with the team and get him comfortable. I think he definitely gets 16.5. And this is old team, man. You know, when you're playing against your old team, your teammates always try and make sure two things happen. Number one, we win the game. And number two, you get busy. So I think he going to get 16.5. I mean, more than 16.5. There you have it. Go check out Sleeper and remember to use promo code KH and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Random stat of the week, Black. Uncle Jeff, Jeff Green, has now played with more teammates than anyone else in NBA history. <laughs> Jeff Green has okay. 262 teammates. Right? First of all, this is a crazy stat. <laughs> it's a wild stat. And the people, he, he, he basically just passed up. People that he's number one. People that rank two and three is Vince Carter with 261 teammates. Trevor Ariza with 260. And Vince took 22 years to get there. So, you know, that's like, sheesh. These boys not had some teammates. What do you think about that, Black? Did you even know that was a stat? I didn't even know it was keeping that stat. No, I definitely didn't. That's a crazy number. 200, 200 <laughs> teammates is crazy. It is. That long 200 campaigns. You got a shout-out today, Black? You got a shout-out of the day? Shout-out to the women's Colorado Buffaloes. Man, they beat the number one team in the nation, the LSU Tigers. Shout out to their team. First game of the season, man, that's the way to start it off, man. So shout out to them. I'm going to go back to the heat, bro. I was hyped to see UD get put in that position and be doing something that, you know what I'm saying, that he loved to do anyway. Like, my guy going to work out every day. So it's just, I just feel like it was dope to see. You know, it's dope when when things happen the way they're supposed to, man. When people do the right thing and things fall into place the way they're supposed to. Yeah. I'm geeked to see him in that position and, and, and doing his thing. And I know he's, you know, it's, it's natural for him. He's going to thrive and kill and, and do his thing. So he might be making a new position for somebody. Yeah, real talk. That's a wrap, man. Me and Black will be back tapping in periodically, man. Especially we got to keep the post of this thing going. We got to stay on the post, man. Know what's going on. We got a whole in-season tournament happening. We got powerhouses being formed trades being made man so me and black gonna be on the case tapping in letting y'all know our thoughts and our opinions on all this knuckleheads out i want to thank y'all for your continued support of the knuckleheads podcast 
Be sure to give us two taps by writing a review and rating five stars wherever you get your podcast. And make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can also watch all the episodes on the Players Tribune YouTube page. Follow us on social media at Knuckleheads Podcast. And join our Knuckleheads Facebook group for exclusive content. Thanks again to all of our guests and fans. This wouldn't be possible without y'all. The Players Tribune dot com.